level frequency tap into your brain. Let me be honest. I'm Nostradamus. You might have had a dream of me, but you can't think seeing me. Gotta get up here on my vibe. My level when I grab the microphone. I'm something like a rebel, like fresh vegetable. I'm bringing life, I spit the words in the mic and it manifests the light So I ground myself like the roots to a tree When I hit the alpha brain wave, ain't no stopping me In the astral realm, in the etheric plane I create these things and I know it ain't the same I'm a master, I cause disaster Or I build it brick by brick and bring the mortar and the plaster on you niggas It's what you like, right? When I say niggas and you listen Cause you have no sight, but no not I I'm like high. 3.14159 and I see you with my third eye. Goodbye. Why do you lie? Trying to copy me, but you can't be me. Why you say you never heard of me? I know you heard of me. If you had the chance, then you probably try to murder me. Ogun on my right side, Shango on my left. Why you step into a goddess? You a baby. Dress. Back off. Fall back. Please don't have a heart attack. Do some Ricky on your chakras, and I'll bring you right back. What I do, what I do as I start seeing heat off. They feeling me, I'm feeling them. No better feelings. One time for my people in the cosmos. I'm writing lyrics, I'm a duffy. Ghost, I got the bars for y'all. That good shit, man. I sell it by the line, I don't sell it by the gram. I got that. And, and this is what I do when I do not be a spiritual life coach. Peace. <laughs> Let me. It is your girl, it is your sister. Aphrodite Stone, the Starseed Healer, and I want to thank you for joining us on this Friday. It is another one. It's Stone Love, and we had the Biggie Smalls, your dead wrong uh, beat in the background with your girl, the Starseed, dropping some bars on that. It's Friday. It is the day associated with Venus. It is the day associated with the goddess Oshun. It is the day of love, and we are here, and we are talking about Stone love. So as always, you guys uh, know what it is. It's uh, your girl, your sister, Aphrodite Stone, and Brother Stone. What's going on, babe? Hey, babe. How you feeling? I'm feeling nice right now. Happy Patty's Day to everybody if you're celebrating. I'm sorry. Happy Go Patty's ahead. Day. What are you <laughs> talking about? Everybody's drinking. Do Patty's it's a drinking day. holiday. Do Patty's Day, it's, it's, Maddie's Day, Hattie's Day. Drinking this day, we do that. Well, you I just, do that. You just any day that gives you the authority and the okay to drink. That's that's what you with, huh? <laughs> All right. So, 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 so those of you guys who um, are just uh, joining us or checking us out online, the call-in number is seven one four. Five eight three six eight eight seven seven one four five eight three six eight eight seven. Tonight's topic is how do I trust again? How do we build up the trust after our hearts have been broken? Before we go any further, we want to give our thanks to the Creator, to the Most High, to the reason for all of our being. We want to give thanks to the lesser deities that were created to assist mankind while here on our journey. We want to give Thanks to the ancestors, and I'd like to give thanks to each and every one of you. Anybody you want to give thanks to, babe? Everybody you gave thanks to and all the others. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, beautiful. You might have to talk up a little bit because, like, I could barely hear you. Um, right. So I don't know, babe. I, I'm wondering if, if everybody else is kind of 
been people what's going on. So before we get off into our topic, y'all know we talk about love. So I want to talk about a few things happening to do with love. So I don't know if you have heard when you're driving in a car going to work um, about Faith doing a Biggie album. So I don't know. You think people are excited to hear it? Do you think people are like, you know, Faith just trying to get on, on, on some money? Like, I mean, they did love each other at some point, you know, so is she entitled to do this? Like, are you excited to hear what, what the album is going to sound like? Actually, yeah, I'd I like to hear some new content. Like, hopefully it's going to be some, some new stuff that we hadn't heard because, you know, I'm sure he's got some things that were in the vault that, uh, that you know, she she could bring out of the woodworks. But I don't know. I think a lot of people might be excited. It's It's been, man, what has it been, 20 years now? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say it's been 20 years. Definitely 20 years since it's passing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I think a lot of people are excited. You know, like like we're talking right now about love. You know, once once upon a time they they had a, a loving relationship. So you know, it, it'd be nice to to actually hear it. And you know, I actually heard a little bit of an interview she was doing, and and you know, talking about some of the things, and she's going to do a little biopic, I believe, and. You know that'll be interesting too, but but I, I I actually would like to hear what what they got to, well you know not them but you know what what they can put together. Yeah, because I, I mean I know Faith. I mean I, I don't know. I'm interested to see what Faith will do with uh, some of Biggie's music. You know she's kind of kind of really soulful, and so I'm really interested to hear how it will sound. But really kind of. What what stood out to me is I was also listening to an interview. I'm not sure if it was the same interview, but what really kind of got to me was at the end. And of course, you know, of course, that put all my sensors, you know, on on edge. But she was like at the end when she was listening to the album and had a couple, you know, people listening to it with her. She was like, she felt like Biggie was there, like he had tapped her on the shoulder to say he was proud of it and he did a good job. And I'm like, I'm glad that she was able to feel that, to know, you know, that Biggie was with her. And I'm like, wow. And just to hear Faith say that, I was like, wow, so many people are waking up. Oh, that's cool. That's cool right there. Yeah, yeah. So in addition to that, um, speaking about some love that has gone uh, kind of array, a, a so everybody knows that uh, Safari, and I did the Safari Samuels reading. You guys could check it out on uh, YouTube, out of Liberty Insight, or the Starseed channel, but I did the Safari Samuels reading, so I told you guys what it was. You know, so Safari, I guess he's trying to sue Nikki for this money, say, stating that he wrote the music, but the thing about it is during the time that they were together, okay, um, they were in love. We're talking about stoned love. I don't know, maybe they were stoned out of their minds when they decided it was a good idea to mix mix love and business. But, you know, during the time they were together, he was living on the high horse. Bless you. He was the king. You know, do you feel, I want to know what other people feel too, um, that he's entitled to anything other than him living on the high horse. And he never got a contract, so let's say that too. No, nah, I'm gonna say like like even like things like like when I help you around your shop or or anything that I do for you like like that's helping your woman come up. So I, I don't really I mean if things go go bad and y'all don't make it. I mean it is what it is. If you didn't have it in contract, like okay when you make this amount, you know I'm gonna get this. Like it was no contract. Like I, I feel like especially as a man, you should just you know chop it out as a, as a loss. But 
I don't, I don't know. I guess everybody has their thing. Like, if you felt like you were wronged in the situation, but, you know, listening to some of the things that he's talked about, I don't feel like, you know, he felt like he was all the way wrong because he had his shit with him too. So, like, you know, you got to you gotta take it for what it is. Like, like you, you're actually making money now off of her because people know who you are because of her success. So, it's like, just keep doing your interviews, getting paid off of it, and, and chalk, chalk it up as a loss. But does she have does she have the right to tell him that he shouldn't be doing the the New York reality show? What is it, Love and Hip Hop New York or something like? Does she have the right to tell him? Do you feel that him being you know who he was to her is kind of like an automatic? People are going to want to put him on and hit his story or get get the scoop or the tea as they call it on Nicki Minaj. Do you think that? she has the right to say, look, you know, you shouldn't be up there, or is that his prerogative? Oh, no, she has the right to say that, and he has the right to laugh at her when she's saying, like, if she's not giving him any money, it's, 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 it's on him to make his own money, so it doesn't matter. Like like you said, if he wrote some of her songs or if he got famous because of her name, like, if she wasn't, like, you know, basically, like, giving him a gag order or, you know, like a quarter, quarter gag order, or like, yeah, here's some money. Just stay quiet, stay off off the scene, because I'm trying to do this. You know, other than that, it's like, okay, our relationship went awry. <laughs> I'm doing my thing. You do your thing. You know, she can have her opinion or or stay where she wants to. But I mean, he he, he he's gonna have to make his own money right now, so he's gonna do whatever it takes, even if that means spilling some beans that she don't want spilled. I get that. Speaking of spilling some beans, um, <clears throat> this is perfect segue. Um, so the 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 hip hop, uh, pop R and B uh, power couple, Jay Z and Beyonce. I saw something in social media recently that, um, and I thought that it was an act of love, but you know, as a result of that whole Remy Ma, Nicki Minaj beat, which which has, I mean, not, not only a social media bugging off of the Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj beef, but it's like you got so many artists now chiming in and saying how, you know, Remy slayed Nicki. And, I mean, she, she kind of did take a, a, a butt whoop in there. But I think what I really appreciated about Jay-Z was he stepped up to the plate and he let it be known, you know, that, look, don't bring my wife into that because it was a clip. And I actually heard it where Beyonce had done like a little a minute and 30 second or even less than that second jingle singing about Nicki Minaj, which it might have been put on an album, but it got leaked. And so Jay-Z pretty much came out and was like, look, do not put my wife in the middle of that beef. Like, don't be, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I thought that was like a, a boss move on Jay-Z behalf. Like, yo, say what y'all want to say, do what y'all want to do, love is love, <laughs> but keep the queen bee out of the mix. I thought that was pretty peace. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's strong. On husband right there, like ah, ah, that's that's not because that's not her 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 world right there. That's she's she's R and B only pretty much like ah, not yeah. Streets, leave that, yeah. Leave she that she needs to go ahead and sit back, relax, and 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 nursing and babies. Hopefully they got a good doula, good good midwife, you know, um, and yeah. they can just sit back and, and nurture those babies and not even be worrying about social media and nobody else's beef or any of that right now. So you missed the broadcast that I did the other day or the live broadcast that I did where we were talking about the movie uh, Get Out, which 
is we're not going to stay on that too long, but it was it was about love, it was about relationships, and you know, and it's going to be a perfect segue into our topic about how do I trust again because that brother, he was in a relationship with the with the white girl, and you know, trusting her, you know, just just terrible things happened to him. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I know you haven't seen the movie, but I mean, I. I was, <laughs> And it was crazy because at the end when he was when he was killing the mom, he was sticking her. You know, he was sticking her with something. Damn, like you, you gonna just slap that in there, huh? I might want to see all that. I'm sorry, but I was just, I was just, I'm sorry. Oh man! And 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 he was like, he was giving it to her. You know, he was he was saying, oh uh, yeah, yeah, like take that, take that. And I was like, oh my god, I got so turned off by that. You know, I was oh, like, wow. Yeah, give it to her, give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's a perfect segue uh, into our topic. Uh, you know, I see y'all coming on the line. What's going on, family? Good evening. Good evening, good evening. Baby, we got people from everywhere. Um, appreciate that. We got Georgia on the line, um, just ones that I know off the rip, two, 215, I believe. That's Philadelphia, 702-706-213-407-312. We got a lot of people on the line, so uh, 617 uh, uh, so big up and thank you guys for um, <clears throat> calling in. So trust, 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 trust. I don't know if you're the perfect person to ask this question to because I don't let you tell it. You never really had your heart broken, but I'm sure you can speak from an aspect of people who have, you know, people that you know, people that have shared their stories with you. Um, you know, you know, a lot of time it seemed like, especially one of the, the biggest questions that I get with people who want readings or who want consultations, they are talking about love. It's mostly about love and relationships. That's why I, that's why I wanted to do this song on love Friday to kind of help people with that. You know, you don't always have to call and pay for a reading to ask about love. You know, let's ask about how to get yourself in alignment. Let's talk about how to get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to offer a platform where we could talk about this type of stuff. And still people can call and ask about love, but this would help them understand more. In your mind, a person who is afraid of being hurt, who shuts down, who has been hurt before, but they say they want love. They mouth is what they mouth say. They mouth tell them that I want love. You know, they they mind tell them I want love, but they can't trust, and it closes the door to, in my mind, finding true love. What do you What do you say about that? Oh, I like I like how you uh, you know, let's go with. I was I was ready for another. Okay, come on. I don't know. I think I think that's just one of those things where where you really have to to just. I mean, sometimes you got to let go and like like. Man, I guess it starts with with the communication. Like when you're talking to the you know the potential next person that you're you're going to start a relationship with. You know, you get you got to be honest. Like you know, I really want to take it slow. I really want to build up trust. You know, you don't have to go into you know your past hurts and. You know what happened because you know a lot of times you know that that could be a tricky situation when you're letting people know everything about your past, you know how you've been hurt and everything because you know you, you kind of get get that idea like oh god I'm coming to a victim situation, but I don't know I think I think if you're you're starting something new, 
you, you just have to communicate well and know that, listen, I, I need to take this thing real slow. I need to know that you're the, the one instead of just jumping and getting ready to fall head over heels. But at the same time, like, sometimes you do have to let go because this next person isn't that last person. And though we know that a lot of people go astray sometimes, um, you know, you just got to have faith that, that this might be the one. Like, if you really waited on the right person or, you know, feel like this is the right person, you, you, you can't really hold back because you might you might mess up that relationship. Well, you know, I might not even answer your question. Well, I mean, <clears throat> for, for me, I kind of probably feel like 80% of women, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know, I'm being generous, um, I kind of feel that trust is definitely not easy to repair. It is see, trust trust leads way to doubt, and doubt is something that is also hard to kill. It's like it's like a movie, a Steven Steven Seagal movie or a Bruce Willis movie, Hard to Kill, Hard to Dead, Hard to Dead, or what? I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you know what I'm trying to say, like yeah, like, yeah. like doubt. Doubt is something that is really, really hard to conquer. You know what I'm saying? Um, because even yeah. when your heart wants to open up and receive love, you know, your heart wants to open up and receive it, the doubt will come in every time and mash up the program, you know. Yeah. And this is what a lot of people struggle with It's like, they say, and this is where, and this is why I try to get people, you know, especially a lot of people who are into, you know, the shifting of the frequencies and, you know, um, getting on a higher vibration and doing everything that they can do to get in touch with their higher selves and whatnot. You know, this is why I tell a lot of people that your actions are contradicting, your, your mind thought and your actions are contradicting what it is that you say that you want. And we often do that. We self-sabotage ourselves because we say that we want somebody to love. We, 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 we ask the question, what's wrong with me? Why won't anybody love me? Why can't I find, you know, someone to dot, dot, dot? And the problem is oftentimes is that people will allow doubt to sabotage their potential and their possibility for love. They will allow the fact that they find it hard to trust again, to uh, find it very difficult, you know, to, to they, they find that very difficult. Family, just for those of you that are just logging in and calling, I just wanted to let you guys know that the chat room is open for those that want to, uh, are listening online uh, and you want to chime in, you can go ahead. The chat is open. The call-in number is 714-583-6887. And we're talking about how to build the trust, again, after your heart has been broken. I mean, babe, you must admit that it's not an easy task to trust somebody again, and that could be even on the strength of somebody that you loan money to or, or somebody that, that, that stole from your house and, and you're like, mm, I don't know about letting this person back in my house again. I mean, trust is just not an easy thing to repair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't have anything to go. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I was um, I was thinking like when you were when you were saying that about killing the doubt and stuff. I was thinking about your uh, your one little poem that you had, but um, yeah, it, it's it's real hard to build trust back up. They say that's like one of the hardest things to build up and the easiest things to lose. But 
again, like you spend so much time doubting people that it's like, okay, once you get to that point where it's like, okay, I, I feel like I can trust you, I can, I, I can really let my guard down, and someone hurts you or betrays that trust, it's like, it's like, whoa, you know, I, I let let you in too close, and then you hurt me, so it's like that wall is going to be even thicker and even higher for you to get across now. So it's 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 just because it's part of self-preservation. Like, you really want to protect your own heart and your own feelings, and, you know, you don't want to be <laughs> hung out to dry again. So so I, I think every time that you are hurt in a situation, it, it, it makes it that much harder to, to really break through that wall for either if you're going to continue that relationship or the next relationship. Um, it just makes it that much harder to, to really let go and, and, and allow somebody into that. I don't know. I think that that's all a part of, you know, and I'm sure we'll get into that, like all a part of deciding if, if you really want to even give that effort to, to allow someone to get that close again or, or, you know, work on a new relationship type thing. Well, I, I, I kind of was wondering, you know, is there such thing as being too trusting? You know what I mean? Because, like, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, oh, give love a try and, you know, never give up on love, all of these cliche things. That sounds real good. That sounds that sound good. But, you know, like you say, for somebody that's been, you know, hurt over and over again, well, it also begs one to wonder, you know, and, and kind of soul search to say, why? what is it about you or what is it, about your environment or your thought process that is causing you to continue to attract the same type of situations that will hurt you? Do you think that people are expecting to be hurt, therefore they are hurt? No. I I, I actually think the, the other way, I think some of these that are extra trusting is like sometimes, you know, some some people can be naive with certain things, but, but not even that, but, you know, I feel like, the ones who get hurt over and over again is like they kind of they kind of are kind of naive with with their feelings sometimes. Like some people are rushing into relationships because they don't want to be alone or for whatever reason they're just ready to like like how we talked before. Like I always joke my sister about you just want to be married. It doesn't matter who you're married to. You just want to be married. So it's like you just kind of jump out there. And, and, you know, some people, they constantly have to be in a relationship. They don't like their own company. They don't like to be alone. So they're just ready to get the first person that smiled at them and said said the right thing. So it's like, okay, we're in a relationship now. They didn't have those three-hour long conversations for three months like me and you had. You know, it's like they, they really aren't putting in a lot of effort before they let that person get too close. And um, you know, so it's like like oh, you you threw me off just now. <laughs> you threw me off. But um you know, it's like they they're they're so ready to be in a relationship that they're not allowing themselves the opportunity to to, to scope out the situation. So Well, one thing that I can say, uh for like I said, a, a lot of people who are are striving and 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 trying real hard to find love again to uh gain or regain trust you know because it's definitely it's definitely not something but I do think that 
we need to, especially as we are shifting into this new energy vibration. And I know a lot of people who listen to me are not necessarily on that, like that, you know, frequency stuff. Some of them may find me entertaining. Some of them may find me real. Some of them are drawn to me for many different reasons. But I'm always going to bring it back to shifting you know what I'm saying, our frequencies, and, and and even as I help to heal other people, I heal. So what I'm saying is that I want to talk about, before we start letting some folk in on the lines and stuff, you know, I want to talk about the fact that if we can reprogram our DNA to expect uh, loving relationships, to expect harmonious relationships, to expect these things. I mean, I am a firm believer that, I mean, let's let's just keep it real. There was a situation a few years back that, I mean, and, and, I, and I share certain things so that people can see how real it is, but there was a situation that we went through a few years ago, and I'm not going to get off into too much detail, but I remember, like, I just wouldn't let it go. And the more that I kept bringing it up, bringing it, bringing it up, you know, different things would just, like, surface. And I'm like, something had clicked. Something had dawned. It just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks one day. I was like, this is me. This is me. I'm doing this. Like, I keep putting this energy out there and feeding this thing, and boom, here it keeps coming back. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to destroy it just like that. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that if people can reprogram their, their, their thinking to realize that, yes, Yes, when we focus intently on something to say, oh, oh, I don't trust nobody. Oh, it's hard for me to trust. I can't trust. I can't trust. Then you continue to build that type of energy around yourself. You continue to draw untrustworthy circumstances into your cipher. And that's what it is. And until we can change the way that we speak and the way that we think and the company that we keep and so many other things, maybe even the way you dress, I don't know what it is, you know, um, and then stop trying to please other people. I think, do you think that a person's ability to trust can be enhanced by self-love? I mean, am I, am I like, not on the right line when I say that? Oh, no, you're, you're definitely on the right line. Just because, um, just, just thinking of it like um, when you really love yourself and you're not really looking for validation from other people, like, like if you are starting a relationship and, and, you know, the uh, uh, other person does something that that's not acceptable to you, and you're you're you know willing to walk away early in a situation like if you see that you know the guy has a a a, a, a loose eye. I'm not gonna say lazy eye, but a loose eye that wanders here and there, or you know he he doesn't maybe he you know want to hang out with his friends a little too much or or anything. You know, if you love yourself to the point where it's like okay, I deserve a lot more, and I realize that about myself that, you know, this isn't going to work, so I'm willing to walk away before it gets too deep, or if it does get to that level, like, like been in it for two, three years, and then you start noticing things, and like, you know what, I'm not going to let myself be feeling like I'm depressed, or, uh, you know, or anything like that. I have a, a life to live. I love my life. I love who I am. I'm not going to let anybody bring me out of who I am, so I'll walk away if need be. Like at that point, I think it's a lot better. And if you do have that person that treats you like you, you feel like you need to be treated, and you're wholeheartedly trusting them, and you know you're you're enjoying life, like like I mean that that could just make a a, a big difference on the way that you actually uh shit enjoy your life like more than more than anything. But I think some people. 
okay, I want to talk to, but as we get ready to open the lines, I want to, you know, come from a man's and, 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 and woman's perspective. Dealing with someone that you really love that cannot trust or has difficulty trusting or is insecure, not so much insecure as themselves in a person, but I'll just say non-trusting because I think a lot of people will use the term insecure in a way because me, to me a person who is insecure is a person who don't feel that they're adequate. They don't feel that um, they are enough or they, they, they feel that there's something wrong with them. And so in relationships where people will use insecure, I would use untrusting, uh, you know, in a sense of somebody who's been hurt before and, you know, they think like every time you go to the store, you know, you're picking up a chick or, you know, whatever. How how would it be having to no, I'm I mean like I know some sisters who would be telling me that the brother had a time limit on when and I also went through you know, a situation like that a long time ago in the past where you've got a you know, pretty much like a time limit, like, okay, it takes you this long to get to the store, this long to get back and I mean it's a it's a programming but how difficult do you think it would have to be for someone to deal with that, but they really love that person, they really want to be with that person? Well, if they really love that person and really want to be with them, like, like it's it's kind of – it's going to be hard because you really have to, to go outside of yourself and really be very transparent. Like, if if you're dealing with the type of person that, that is that untrusting but you really love them, Maybe you have to. Maybe you need to check in like three or four times more than what you you usually would. Like, you know, like okay, I'm going out with the fellas, and every thirty minutes or something, you're calling, or you know, now they have Facetime, so you might Facetime your lady, and, and just you know, so she can see the environment that you're in. Like, like your fellas are going to joke you or whatever, but like really, like if you really want that relationship to work, and you know, coming from is not a, a, a place of insecurity because a lot of people say they're insecurity because they're trying to put the, the blame on that person. But, you know, if if if, if the guy is the one that made her feel that way, then he should go above and beyond to show her, okay, look, I love you. I want to be with you. Uh, I'll be as, as transparent as I can be. I'll call you three or four times if I'm going with the fellas. I'm going to the store. I might be on the phone with you the whole time while I'm in the store so you can hear that you know, I'm just here grabbing drinks and, hey, how you doing to the cashier? And I'm out of it. But somebody might think, somebody might somebody might look at that and yeah. think, man, damn, that's absurd. You got to go through all of that, but then you should meet with the person. People say this to people. What do you say to something like that? Hey, it's up to it's up to that person. They, they really know. They're the ones who know what they have in, in their household. So it's like that woman is definitely worth And see, I got to speak from a man's perspective. If they know that that woman is definitely worth that effort, it's like, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point where she's like, you know what, for the last year or two, you, you've done nothing but, you know, bend over backwards to show me that, that you're the one that you're going to be uh, uh, trustworthy or whatever. So I might let my guard down a little bit more, and, you know, as you go along, it might get better. Now, a lot of a lot of guys, they're not going to want to put up with that kind of, kind of mess, but I don't quite like, a guy that really recognizes what he has and is like, you know, this is the woman for me, he's willing to do a lot of things, especially, like I said, if he's the one who calls her to feel uh, insecure about anything or, or, or like you were saying, just untrustworthy um, about anything that he's been doing. Maybe he was too flirtatious in the past and got to show, okay, look, 
<laughs> I'm gonna show you that I'm not like that anymore. So it's worth it if you if you're really trying to work towards building something strong with that that woman that you know maybe you're the one that made her feel kind of way anyway. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah, there's too much space I know it is crazy, y'all. We're doing this show, and we we're so used to doing the Stone Love. But yeah, we're gonna have to figure something out because we're used to doing the Stone Love shows, um, sitting side by side, and like he's in one room and I'm in another room, and there's like a door um, separating us. So like it's kind of crazy right now. <laughs> But um, it's cool. It's cool because the energy is there. The love is there. You know, um, so I would have to say, I would have to say for me, you know, and I guess we would have to look at it from both perspectives. We have to look at it from both sides. And I won't say for me, but I'm just going to say looking at it from a different perspective. I will say also, while you want to be patient with somebody that you love and you want to help them go through your go through their issues and work through their issues because you may see so many good and wonderful traits and characteristics about the person. Um, and you say, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to stick this out. I want to make it work. I want to, I want to make it happen. But at the same time, I'll say that I don't feel that it's fair that the person that's hanging in there with the person that has the issues with trust should be dragged down into a pit of despair too. Like, because that would have to be somewhat of a miserable life, you know, constantly, every day trying to prove yourself. And believe me, like, I know I've been on both sides of that, you know, um, and it and it, and it it is hard and we, 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 we must find balance and we must be patient with ourselves and everything. But, but ladies, I'll speak to you for a second. Um, you know, when you have been hurt before and you've, you know, uh, you seem to be continuously drawing a particular type of energy into your life. You know, may, he may come in different heights and weights and uh, 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 body shapes and occupations and everything else, but he seems to have the same type of energy. Then it urges us to look at ourselves to say, you know, why am I drawing these type of people that would cheat on me? Why am I drawing these type of people that will lie on me, steal from me, use me? You know, um, am I too trustworthy? You know, and if you and if you if you if you go into a situation with a person with a brother who's trying to show you that he loves you, he's 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 doing everything, he's pulling out all the stops, he's doing everything that he can. You know, work on that. I mean, I know it's difficult. We got to work on that a little bit. You got to ease up. You got to ease up a little bit. You got to loosen up the grip a little bit because. We can't. The bottom line is this: we can't stop people from doing anything. The only thing we can do is change our our thought process. You know, change the type of situations and the type of energies that we attract to ourselves, and the type of energies that we recycle between the people that we're already connected with. You know, you cannot change other people. We cannot change the way that they think. But if we change our thought process of them, a sister of mine and I, we were we were doing an exercise where we were going to focus only on the positive aspects and attributes of a person, and only only those things, even if it was only like one or two that we could that we could find, you know, that we thought were 
positive qualities in that person. And when we thought about that person or when we when we spoke about that person or spoke up spoke to that person, that we would only focus on those qualities, whether it be children, whether it be significant others, whether it be coworkers, you know, this is something that we can do. We can practice positive uh, thinking and, and just kind of changing the energies around us so that when we draw situations to us, they're the type of situations that we, you know, that we want. What you think? Uh, I'm just going to say I agree. Yeah. You said a lot with that. I'm going to say I agree. Are you drinking? I can't see you behind the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so listen, check it out, family. We are getting ready to open up the lines. I'm going to just stretch my legs for a minute, hit you guys with a little song real quick, uh, and then uh, about two and a half minutes, uh, three minutes or so, I'm going to come back and open up the lines and just kind of let you guys have it. Um, I want to, you know, Hubby and I want to know what you guys feel um, about trust. We, We know it's hard. We know it's difficult once you've been hurt. Some people are able to do it easily, and some people are just not. So if you find that you're one of those type of people, you know, that 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 can can reopen yourself up to love, if you got a story to share and you can help shed some light for other people, then we welcome you to call in 714-583-6887. This is Stone Love, Aphrodite Stone, and Brother Stone. So this is Break Free, Sister Fire, you don't know, Amiga. Sister Fire.
timid, unsure, afraid to make the wrong decision, and it has affected everything that he does, including us coming together as friends. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I mean, I like him, but for me it's um you know, I'm in the place where okay, well, how long do I hold off um in seeing this this you know, this this friendship grow. And I care about him very much. And mm-hmm. I know that this sounds crazy, but I'm willing I'm willing to to stick it out with him. Because my my feeling for him is unconditional. And I'm willing to, to stick it out with him. But we haven't truly delved deep into um the young woman that broke his heart. He was in love with her. And it was a love mm-hmm. triangle and she did not choose him. That's deep. That's deep. Have you and he, wow, have you and he had an opportunity to have a serious dialogue about it? I mean, a serious dialogue. Have you expressed to him how it's affecting you and your ability to um, form and maintain some sort of intimacy with him? See, we we have not gotten to that to that level. Um we haven't gotten to that level yet. We've had conversations, mm-hmm. but not, I would say probably a month ago is when he actually opened up and said, you know, um, that he's afraid of commitment because of, of of a woman breaking his heart. He was very much in love with her, and mm-hmm. and it was a love triangle that he was not aware of, and she chose someone else over him. Okay, so and here's that, my question to you. Mm-hmm, sister yes. to sister. Sister to sister, yes. I feel like, okay, so he said to you what it was, I mean, and mm-hmm. loud and clear, and a lot of yes. a lot of brothers say this. He said, I'm afraid of commitment. So now, what is it that you think you're going to be able to do or how it is you think you'll be able to affect his thinking that will change his mind on that after him pretty much stating how he feels about commitment, you know, because, again, we have to think about you, mm-hmm. your expectation. Exactly. Um, for me, I see it now just as a friendship mm-hmm. and nothing romantic. Mm-hmm. No, nothing, well, I nothing think that you're at a good place. You're at a good place. Yeah. Yes. You're at a good place. Yes, nothing. And no. that could be the sole contract. Exactly. Exactly. I see it as 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 a friendship. Um he's a he's a he's a nice guy. He's a he's a very good guy and I see him struggling with it. Struggling with even you know, even just you know, he opens up to me. And this was definitely something that he opened up to me with because we've known each other for close to a year. Mhm. Mhm. And for well, him to open, I'll so, you tell know. you like this. Yes. 
I will tell you like this. I want to get into some some other callers, you know, before our time okay. is up. I will tell you that your it's probable that your your position at this time is to be a light. You know, is to be a guide, mm-hmm. is to be a confidant, is to be an ear. Yeah. Um. Now that doesn't mean all day every day just allow somebody else to dump their stuff on you now because a relationship, any type of relationship, has to be reciprocal. So you also have to, you know. Yeah. The, the the energy has to be, you know, some sort of reciprocity, you know. So, yes. um, and as long Amen. as you're getting that and as long as you're balanced, I'm cool with it. But so you, you're you're okay. The lines have been defined. And I would say at this time just continue to hang in there because he needs it. And that may be where the ancestors have you in his life for at this time. I, I You know what? I think you're, you're absolutely right because I know that there's no other, especially a woman in his life that he confines in more than me. All right, sister. Well, thank you so much for calling and continue thank uh, you. listening with us. All right. I Have will. a wonderful night. Yeah. You All as right. well. Blessings to you. Blessings to you, Queen. Okay, so now let's see who we have on the line now. I think this is our sister Debbie. Um, I'm put your, your mic back on, babe, so you can get this one. I think what we'll do is we'll alternate. And... Oh, Greetings, sister. Stone and Greetings, sister. Stone. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. That's beautiful. Um, That's beautiful. So, what, how can you chime in on this top topic, repairing the the trust and the love? Well, it kind of it's ironic that you have this topic tonight because um, at this time the situation is a little bit different because. Um, the significant other that's been hanging out has had a stroke. And if it had not have been for some divine intervention, I don't know what would have happened. Because, right. um, but at the same time, he's being manipulated, you know, because of the condition he's in. And all, all I can do is give him the best advice I have and just be there because, I don't think the other person really cares because they weren't trying to get into the hospital. So uh-huh. um, right now it's like I think maybe on the one hand he may want to come home, but at the same time he's still embarrassed about the whole situation. And then with the physical uh, aspect of the condition he's in right now. So basically what I've done is just try to do the best I can you know, that I can because I would want somebody to help me if I was in that position where somebody, they need to do, you with somebody else, but they're not doing what they need to do for you. And they just let you do things that they know you shouldn't be doing, but they don't want to rock the boat, so they let you do it because he shouldn't be driving. And he, she gives him her keys to do that. And I'm just saying, I mean, trust, like you're saying, you have to be able to trust somebody, but you have to also be able to to let go if you know it's a knowing situation. So, uh-huh. just do the best you can. Go ahead, Dave. I, I think keep your um, frequency high, and I've I've learned that it's more than just thinking. You have to eat the right food too, because that's going to determine a lot of things too. 
I must that's all I can say right now. Well, sis, I, I, I definitely thank you for that chime, and we're gonna get um, definitely get Brother Stone in on this one to go ahead and you know just kind of speak on that, babe. When somebody's sick, after your heart's been broken by a person, right? So basically, I kind of let my feel. I put my feelings aside because I know at this point. Um, the person is not 100% physically, mentally, or physically. So they just need somebody to do the right thing to help them get to where they, you know, where they can be self-sufficient again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brother Stone, your phone is muted. You might want to check it out. All right, Sister, De- Sister Debbie, I'm going to let Brother Stone go ahead and, and chime oh, in. Oh, I'm on sorry. This, I've been, you know, I've been right just here. a chat. No way. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, you think it's karma? Like, what do, what do you feel about that now? The person that has hurt her and broken her trust and broken her heart has, has fallen ill, and now this is the person that has to take care of him. What do you say about that? I, I, I'd say um, just gathering what, what I heard um, her saying, like, I guess he's still dealing with that other person or whatever. Um, like, like honestly, yeah. um, the the only thing I would say is, like, make yourself available but you know that that's it. Like just you know, let them know. Okay, I'm gonna be here for you if, if you if you want that. But if not, if he wants to keep dealing with the one who's not trying to treat him right at all, it's kind of like um, I can't remember the name of the, that, that Medea movie, but you, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's, it's pretty much like like almost the same thing where someone does you wrong and then they end up you're their lifeline now, and it's like you know I wouldn't go out of my way. To, to force myself on, on anybody as far as helping, but um, it sounds like you have a real good heart and you're you're at least willing to, to be there for them because you still have love for that person. So it's like uh, the most I would do is allow them, well, let them know that, okay, I'm available if you want that help. Other than that, uh, that's, that's all I would do personally. Well, I think because I know a little bit about the sister situation, I think my biggest thing, is wanting to just continue to encourage her to be strong to say you look no matter if you're a good person and you have something and I and that's something that I struggle with is doing so much for people and having such a, a big and giving heart and not feeling like people appreciate you know my efforts and stuff like that. But the thing about it is like who gives a damn? Like if he if she has to not so much like you said going out of her way, but if she has to go ahead and and take care of him for a while, you know, look that could be her. Her spiritual, you know, not so much test, but initiation where ancestors are most high, you know, say, look, you know, here, let me, let me put your money where your mouth is. Let's see if you step that real healer, that real seer. And guess what? Charity begins at home before we can go out and heal anybody else. Yes, he's been like a piece of dog doo doo for, you know, towards her for a, a lot of time. Like a lot of brothers and sisters go through that. But the real test of time is how do you react and deal with the situation? when somebody has hurt you and then they come back and they need you. So, um, you know, Sister Debbie, you know, I definitely want to thank you for chiming in on that. You know, you know, we love you. I love you. And, you know, you and I will be talking mm-hmm. soon. Yes. Have a good night. Good thank night. you. Yeah. So, you know, that one's a deep one. That was a deep one. So, all right. So we're going to hit, um, 
area code 213-213. If you would like to chime in on how to rebuild the trust, go ahead, please. Hello. Greetings. Okay, so I think they're just I think they're just not trying to talk. They were just listening because <laughs> I think he was having a whole conversation with somebody else in the background. All right, so I two one three family. Um I was trying to chime you in, but I think that you are uh, entertaining. So thank you anyway for listening, and uh, you know I'll I'll buzz back in a minute to see if you want to say something. Area code seven zero six seven zero six. Go ahead if you'd like to share seven zero six. No, no, sister, I'm good. I'm, I enjoyed the okay. show. Thank you, darling. Mm-hmm. Area code two one five. Would you like to say something, or are you just listening? Um, I would like to, I I would like to say something. Go ahead. We're listening. Uh, okay. Um, I'm like I have a situation out of the the movie Get Out. So I'm like I feel like I'm in a the sunken place. So mm-hmm. I I think I'm doing going through like uh what you say like mind control. Mm-hmm. So my situation is um the trust have has uh been broken. Um mm-hmm. so basically to to make a long story short, the the guy was married. He lied to me adamantly about being married and seeing someone for for like weeks until, you know, spirit showed it to me somehow, you know, and I, I found out. And then when I presented to him, um, I asked him again, I said, just be honest, tell me the truth. Uh, are you are you married? And he says he told me no. And then mm-hmm. I I um I said, so you're not married to, and I said the person name, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, how, like, uh, where did you get this from? So eventually, he came out and told me, but he said, you know, he he said, I wish I would have met you like three years ago, and um, he he was just like, he said, if I would have told you, I knew that you wouldn't, have, you know, you wouldn't have talked to me, and uh-huh. it's just like. The the problem is, like, if I would have known from the jump, I wouldn't have got involved. I wouldn't have been, like, yeah, I wouldn't have entertained them. So it's right. just, like, I was just minding my business, walking, like, you know, at night, Thanksgiving. And I'm just, like, I can't believe that I'm, like, in this situation. And I still, because I have now, it's, like, three weeks. Now I have feelings for this guy. And it's, uh-huh. like, I know I should get out. But it's still like kind of like maybe we just be friends, but that still mm-hmm. doesn't work mm-hmm. because in my head I'm like he's married, I shouldn't even be like dealing with him. But mm-hmm. the problem is, I I just I don't know. I need to know like what can I do? Like get out of this spell or get out of this place? You know, it's so easy 
like he knew what he was doing. He was new, like yeah. He yeah. So what yeah. would you like? And then I forgive, I forgave him. So it's like I, of of course, I trusted him initially that he's gonna be honest, and then he wasn't honest, and now I'm still trusting him. Like I think that's like kind of foolish, but so that's why I'm thinking maybe I'm under like some type of. I don't know. Some type of spell. Well, How can I break had, it? Have y'all had sex yet? Have y'all had sex yet? So that might be, honey, don't get scared. Just, you got to know, if you know anything about me, I ask the tough questions. So if you had sex yet, then the spell you're under is called digmatize. Okay. So the first thing that I would tell you is to recognize that you are a queen, number one, that you are the prize, number two. Okay, and at number three, no one else gets to to mess up your mood and mess up your day. So as a married man, he, number one, already knew his obligation before you did. So now while, you know, you can say, you know, well, I know I I shouldn't be with him. And, you know, according to some people, yes, that's true. According to some people who may not live by the same morals and judgments to each their own. Nobody here is going to judge you. We're going to embrace you with love regardless. But the thing about it is that the way that you get yourself out of that sunken place is to remember that you're a queen and that, you know, when you think about it like that, you don't play number two to anyone. If if, if that's his wife, well, then you know what, sweetheart, I'm flattered. I appreciate the compliment. I appreciate your time. But, sweetheart, whatever's wrong with your marriage or your situation, I suggest you go. So you have to always conduct yourself and carry yourself like a queen. And nobody else can get that opportunity to take you into that low place because, see, what happened is now you've been open to to maybe even possibly spiritual attack because now you're at a place where you feel like you don't know what to do over this brother who came at you with deceit. But at the same time, he belongs to someone else. So, right, he can't be yours right now anyway. And anything, if you try to base a foundation with him based on lies and deceit and untruths, you can forgive him, sure. Forgive him, but keep it moving until he gets his situation together and make up in his mind what he wants because he can't treat you like a queen. He can't treat you like a queen that you are. Um, and get, get, let me go ahead and let Brother Stone chime in on this one, babe. What do you what do, what do you say about that one? Go ahead and get us just a, some from the male's perspective as well. I believe this deserves a, a balanced answer. Oh no, you 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 are definitely uh, on point with that one. Um, like you said, once once you start getting physical, like a lot of times it's, it's hard to break away at that point. But I would say um, if if I heard you right, it hadn't been that long. Anyway, you're 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 gonna lead yourself down the bad path. Like once the wife gets involved, or once once you get tired of him having to leave and, and not be with you and, and all that, it's gonna get very frustrating. So, like honestly, I would say you you really just need to to cut that off. Like out, not even friendships at this point because it, it's not worth it. Was, it was the relationship built on the lie, and it's it's just gonna get worse. So I, I would say bail out as soon as possible if you can like if not i would say definitely seek seek some people um like family members or or, or friends that can really really help help talk to you uh and really get you out of the situation but sometimes we, we get you know involved in things Babe, that's the same looking for no that sister ain't looking for no phone number, no hotline, and no family member to talk to. What she really needs is a mandingo. She needs a mandingo to come along and give her what she needs and take her mind. Sister, get you a mandingo. We're going to the next caller. 
Um, <laughs> we go to the next call. I love it. Yeah, I've been trying to be PG-13 over here, so you, you got to let me know. This is, I can, look, this I can is grown folks. This is grown folks. How do you rebuild the trust? You can't, you can't rebuild the trust off of a, a situation where it wasn't built on trust to begin with because he's married. So I'm not, I can't, we got I oh, no, I think you got to cut that off then. Yeah, this she's, the day. Queen. Hey. she's the queen. She's the queen. All right, caller um, from area code 980-980. If you'd like to share on how to rebuild the trust, go ahead, please. Greetings, sis. Um, this is the Ma'at. And it's, the call itself motivated me to call, but now I'm on the phone. I feel like I'm at a loss for words. Um, <laughs> on the subject matter, so forgive me for that. But um, That's right. I would say this that it, I guess it depends as far as rebuilding trust. Uh, exactly the situation and the phases that you are in in the relationship. Like for example, the last caller, I would agree that she needs to just keep it moving because in the beginning stage, it was it was a lie. Um, Uh me, myself, Uh I've been in a relationship for 23 years, um, since I was 14 years old and me and my husband been through so many levels in our relationship that, um, Uh one that I can say stick out in my mind, uh, right now, cause we, we good, you know, like I said, it's been a long time and we work very, uh, delicately and hard on having a Uh steady foundation in love, um, thanks uh-huh. to the help of the ancestors, et cetera. But just, uh-huh. I would just say, you know, as far as rebuilding trust when you're in a, 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 let's say, a long-term relationship, um, sometimes I think we need to sit back and see if we lost ourselves first because that can happen. And when you lose yourself, um, pretty much what I'm trying to say is once you when you're in a long term relationship, sometimes you could lose yourself to where you get so caught up in the person that you in love with, it's almost like mm-hmm. you you chasing them so to speak and you forgetting who you are. And so when they do something that may be just a mistake on their behalf as an individual, as a person, then it's like it rocks your world because you haven't mm-hmm. had the self care and the self love uh, for yourself, and I'm a I'm a kind of uh, keep it short because now my baby's starting to cry, um, so uh-huh. I can't really complete my thought. So my apologies, but um, good show. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. Cater to the cater to the sea. We love you. We love you, and thank you. Thank you so much for your comment. Bless twenty three years. That's amazing. Like um like we are we are currently approaching 10 years and I'm like super excited ready to renew our vows you know I'm super huh it sounded like you were trying to remember for a second no I, I know with, ah, I'm, saying, just saying, that's beautiful. I, I get inspired by stories like that when I hear that somebody yeah. say I've been together 20 years 23 years yeah, that's it gives me hope congrats on that that's, uh, yeah that's absolutely absolutely all right, so I'm going to hit up area code. All right, I'm going to hit area code 210. Area code 210, if you'd like to share, go ahead, please. Hey, Aphrodite and Brother Stone, how you doing? Greetings, greetings, oh, greetings, hey. greetings. 
Hey, sorry about them hey. Packers, Brother Stone, but you know it's Broncos yeah, it over here. See, that's Just what have I to like put to that hear. on there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Aphrodite Stone, my, my king man got me into football, so I had to sit there and mm-hmm. watch it with him, and he just so passionate about it that it got me, you know, he got me into getting into it. So, anyways, go Broncos. Beautiful. Oh, my son is still up. He wants to say hi real fast. Hi. Hi. Hello. You said, I want to talk to Alex. Hi, darling. <laughs> you want to tell him goodnight? You got to go lay back down. Good night. So tell him, tell him goodnight. Good night, baby. Tell him peace out. Night, Bye. Night. Bye. <laughs> He's so cute. Peace. He hops up really quick. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say um, I love the topic tonight and um, – Yes, it's a really good trust or really good topic. You know, it's, it's hard to find your way back to uh, trusting somebody once they've broken it. You know, and mm-hmm. I've been yeah, I've been on both both ends of that breaking somebody's trust because I wasn't fully loving myself to be open and honest, and so I had to hide my who I was or who my actions. So you know. I'm so, you know, sometimes it's smoke and mirrors, you know. So, but once you break somebody's trust or once somebody breaks your trust, it's really hard to stay on the path of getting it back or trusting them again. So, you know, that's my my advice to any couples is to be honest with each other, you know. And if, mm-hmm. if, if it's not, if you can't fully be yourself, you're not loving yourself and you're not loving the other person because, if you love somebody, you want to give them your all. So, you know, you, you want to show them who you are, you know, and that's a part of loving uh-huh. yourself is uh-huh. being yourself. So, yeah, I, I uh-huh. think what a lot what you said, how people attract it, like if you keep thinking about it, if somebody did mess up your trust, you know, and you keep thinking about it like, man, I can't trust them, then, yeah, you speak in your reality. You can't trust your partner because you keep saying, I can't trust them. So, you know, it does take a leap of faith sometimes to just, to you know, to gain back somebody's trust, but you just gotta be honest and be in balance. Me and my aunt, and my aunt was just on the phone. It's my aunt. You That's right. Stay my in aunt balance, was and exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gotta got live that and live your truth. But um, yeah, what would be uh, you know, I just I love the topic. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I'm sure you have a lot of callers uh, to get into, but. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you so much and we love you too and just thank you for your energy and and and, and thank you for your love here. You know Peace you guys. Peace, baby. I, I don't know, babe. I think, you know, that the balance is good and the sister was talking about um, you know, a a, a leap of faith, um, which which is very, very important and you know, it's it's it is it is hard. It is a hard place to come back to. But that leap of faith, that leap of faith, boy, that takes that takes courage. It takes like Superman testicles. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all got to be <laughs> ready for that because it's like it's, it's going all the way. It's going all the way, going out with it, and then going back to the sister from Philadelphia, um, where she was talking about like that sunken place, like how. You know, she felt like that this brother had literally took her to that sunken place, and that sunken place is is it's a dark place. It's a dark place that you're trying to figure out how to see your way out of. You understand what I'm saying? Um, 
and I know that that trust, it would be hard for her to trust, you know, just maybe, you know, you know, especially a lot of attractive sisters. I don't know what the sisters look like, but I'm sure she attracts a lot of, you know, I've, I've been in Philly. Philly's some good stomping grounds out there, you know, a lot of a lot of beautiful women out there, nice-looking brothers, brothers' businesses and all that. So she's probably a nice-looking sister, and, you know, brothers be attracted and, why is it, though, that men are like, you know, they'll risk everything. You'll see something that looks good and, and everything, and then you just just starting out the gates with the lies. I think a lot of people that start off with the lies, they begin to build the building blocks of mistrust because you're starting out with the damn lies. Well, yeah, because he was trying to get something that he shouldn't have been getting anyway. You know, he was married. Like, like most married guys, they, they either – go one or two ways, either they're totally deceitful and they're trying to play their single role and, you know, they got all kind of excuses why you can't come back, you know, to their crib or whatever, you know, whatever the, the, their thing be. Maybe they're on the business trip and they just want to hook up. Or they're, they're, they're constantly talking about, you know, uh, my relationship is coming to an end, you know, that all that bullshit that, that guys kick. But, ah, man, yeah, yeah, it starts off that, that, that lies and, and that, that's just what it is. But, yeah, but, Dude's married. It's going to come with lies anyway because he's either saying how unhappy he is when he's uh, not with her or 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 that he's not in a relationship or, or any of that. But, yeah, it is what it is. But, but yeah, um, yeah, with the communication thing, I, I, I definitely uh, agree with that too because even in a situation where, where somebody, well, I'm about to go left field, left field, so I'm not going to go there. But don't be, don't be muting me when somebody's talking sports. I know you are. I just muted your microphone. So I'm getting over here to the chat box to talk with uh, Carolina for a minute. Um, Carolina um, Carolina was talking about her situation, babe, uh, that uh, she was like a, a, a sister-brother situation, uh, friends, you know, with a particular guy. And, you know, basically he had had his heart broken, but he was very insecure but he picked up on, you know, but she kind of had liked him, and he and he picked up on it. So as a result of that, you know, he kept at a distance and was treating her kind of mean and cool, you know, like just kind of off a distance, kind of with the with the had his guards up, you know, and 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 everything like that. So, you know, she because of that, you know, and I'm sure because of her not wanting to be hurt and different things like that, she had to cut him off. So. Okay, so now we're talking about somebody that's been so hurt and so insecure and has so many issues with trust that they, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier when, when I said that people will kind of block off any, any you know, flow of true love coming in because of the, of the, the non-trust and the insecurities, you know, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and I, I, I would even add to that, like, like with that situation or or situation similar to that, you have to you know you yourself think about like how much effort am I wanting to put into something you know trying to trying to uh, love somebody out of that that situation because sometimes it's not worth it because you're you're in the long run going to hurt yourself trying to love somebody out of that because some people who who really have have been hurt and and are untrustworthy there I think they they could be some whew, some monsters with it because you know they'll they'll pretty much tear you down because every step of the way they're you know <laughs> like we were just talking about a little earlier like every step of the way is like 
well, I don't trust you. You must be doing something. You, you know, it's got to be this or it's got to be that. And, and like, somebody who's who's super, like, untrustworthy or, or like, like super insecure about everything that you're doing, it can really tear down, like, even the strongest person because after a while you're just like, damn, like, all I'm doing is trying to show you love and, like, all I'm getting is your ass to kiss. So it's like it, it, it starts to mess with your, your mind too. So some situations you, you just got to take them at face value and be like, you know what, I'm glad that I, I see what it is now because if I get involved with you, it could be a lot worse. So sometimes you got to take that thing like, like, thank you, ancestors, for showing me <laughs> what it is now. Mhm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let me put this over here. I'm going to go ahead and get to caller 704. I know that area code. That area code is Charlotte. And then we're going to 336. So 704, uh, if you would like to share on tonight's topic, go ahead, please. Family member in Charlotte, area code 704, would you like to share on tonight's topic? And I'm going to take that as a no. All right, area code three three six three three six. Go ahead and share. Hello. Greetings. I mean, greetings. Hey guys. Um, I was mainly just you know listening and everything. Oh wait, no. Um, my name is Ayana. Hello, family. <laughs> You're actually the first person all night that actually, well, actually, no, because Maya introduced herself. So thank you. Thank you for introducing yourself. Greetings, Ayana. How can we, uh, you know, how can you build on uh, or add on just for a couple of minutes, please, uh, about how to, to, to repair the trust after your heart's been broken? Or is it something that you find difficult? Um, Honestly, yeah, it is something that I find extremely difficult. Um. But I will say that sometimes I think you just got to, well, me personally, I, I kind of try to go off, you know, vibes. Uh, if I if I don't get a solid vibe, I might ask my mom, you know, for her opinion or the vibe that she gets. And if, you know, she gets a solid vibe, then honestly, for me, that's kind of Bible at that point. Um, you know, so... Does your but mom give you good advice? Yeah, she does give me good advice. You know, good, she good, she good, I, good. she kind of balances between like you know, um, advice being mom, mom and that Stone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, but, cool, cool. Well, I look at it like this: you're 24 years old, and I am sure that uh, dad will agree, won't you, dad? Thank you so much, Ayana, for uh, calling in. Kiss the great no, kids. No, not really, because I was chiming too much. No, I'm just saying, like, do you think, I'm, no, I'm saying do you agree that she's 24 and that she's still got a lot more to learn about love? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just bad out. I'm just going to say yeah. I know. It's really hard to try to comment when your daughter calls in and makes a thing. So we're going to go ahead and get on to our next caller. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, bud. Um, we got a couple of more of you guys um, joining in on the line. I think 919 have been holding on for some time. And then um, 
and then they they something happened. So we're looking well, at well, Walmart. Well, Walmart get a gas can. I don't have money. Greetings. Oh, I don't know what Greetings. Let's just get an empty water bottle. Who won't get one at? Okay, I don't think they were trying to talk. <laughs> oh wow, this is this is crazy because you never know if somebody wants to talk or if they just want to. Okay, area code two o five. What is that? Alabama is two o five. Alabama. I'm not sure where two o five is. Two o five. What's going on? Alabama. I don't know if that's Alabama. I'm just guessing. Area code two o five. Yes. Good evening, Sister Stone and Brother Stone. How are you all? Good evening. Greetings. Greetings. Thank you so much for taking my call. And I have been following you guys um, for um, close to a year. You could say I've been one of those lurkers um, to where I just look on and don't really, really get into the conversations or anything. But, um, mm-hmm. Sister Stone, I must say that um, you have been a blessing to me. Um, I have been, you could say, on my spiritual journey for the past couple of years, I really, really felt a just a deep, deep calling uh, where I never felt that I really fit in. But um, I know that's not the topic. The topic tonight is relationships and love. Mm -hmm. But um, I just want to say that my husband and I, we have been together. We have been married um, 22 years. We celebrated 22 years this past October. And I'm just gonna hey, I'm just gonna just just briefly just give a little synopsis. Um, We did separate a year ago, and Mm -hmm. what I want everybody to know, especially my sisters and brothers in the black community, there is always hope. Even though sometimes you know you go through things, everybody goes through things. And there is nothing that we cannot work through, whether or not that agreement is made that, okay, we're going to totally separate or divorce or we're just going to take a break. But the thing that I want to stress to everyone is learning to love a person where they are. Mm -hmm. We have Mm -hmm. to accept one another where we are. We cannot make a brother to be the type of man we want him to be. Uh We did not birth Uh him. We did not create him. We cannot make him to be that in which he should be to us and vice versa. Uh Uh There are sisters out there who have great men who do not appreciate them, do not know Uh how to let a man be that man, be that king, um, to sometimes we just don't know how to sit still and take direction. We're always mm-hmm. so busy sometimes trying to give out directions because um, mm-hmm. we, we, we direct the children, we're directing on our jobs, we're, we're directing here, we're directing there, but our home is something totally different. That is our sanctuary. (laughs) That is our sanctuary. (laughs) And 
as much <laughs> bullshit as Mr. Johnson has taken me through and I have taken him through, we have recognized our fault. And I can say that during this time of separation, I moved out and got um, an apartment on my own. Um, I decided to let him live, um, continue to live in the family home um, because I I never wanted to vibe on the Oh, oh, you just getting on my freaking nerves and um I wanna take everything from you and I wanna break you down because uh-huh. I realized that was the worst thing I could do, especially for my children. Because uh-huh. my children still needed to see that it was capable for a person, especially their mother to love through a difficult situation because if Mm -hmm. I can put up with the nonsense on my nine-to-five job and Mm -hmm. the other craziness that is going on out here in the streets, certainly Mm -hmm. I can tolerate and figure out a way to manage what's going on within my sanctuary. Mm -hmm. So I just want the brothers and sisters out there to know that we have to love each other where we are. Mm-hmm. And when we learn to do that, then we can learn where we can start that elevation, that process mm-hmm. to elevating one another up. And when we realize exactly what we mean to each other, what we not not what our family thinks, not what our friends think, but what we see when we look into each other's eyes. What do we mean to each other? What is the bottom line? What is the greatest sacrifice that we can make? First to our great creator and then to our children. What is the greatest sacrifice that we can show them and demonstrate to them? And I think that is love and always remaining on a high vibration, no matter what circumstances come in. When, when, when those crazy thoughts come in, come in our heads, we have to just cast them out and shake it off. And I come out That's of the right. Christian church. And I come out of the Christian church, and you know how everybody want to say, hey, just take it to Jesus, leave it leave it on the altar. And I either had, oh, goodness, I either had a mother to, mother inside the church that told me that I would be cursed if I even thought about separating from my husband. And, you know, yeah. Sister Stone and Brother Stone at that time, Son told me, Sister Colleen, you better get the hell up out of here because the the advice that's going on up in here, uh -uh. it's not resonating with me. I'm sorry, but I'm looking around wondering, am I the only one catching this crazy nonsense that's being taught? Uh What the hell? Uh Uh-huh. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Honey, I came home, went to my own drawing board, and talked to God, the creator, the, the great one. That's right. Him, That's hey, right. Told him, hey, called on my ancestors, called on my archangels, my spirit guides, whoever. I need all y'all to come here right mm-hmm. now. 
and break mm-hmm. this thing down to me. Break it and down tell to Jesus me. Jesus, he could come on too. Jesus could get an invitation uh, to uh, win. Uh, look, 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 Hey, look, you know down here in the dirty south, you know how we got to do it down here in the dirty south. But uh, well, that was so beautiful, sister. Um, we we definitely want to thank you for for sharing that. It's very imperative that, like I said, I love it when we, Brother Stone and I, have an opportunity to. And, and by the way. May the Creator and the ancestors bless you, and thank you for just the, the warm sentiment and the love, sister. Uh, from from uh, you just just my sister from the cosmos, all right. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing. Um, and I'm just gonna tell you just a quick little tidbit, and what really really hooked me on when I found out that you was a cancer and I was a cancer, I was like, oh shucks, now it's on and popping now. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, it's <laughs> much love, much love, much love, much love. Um, yes, you know, us cancers, we could be emotional, we could be, we could be something else to deal with. But you know, I, I think that's, I think that's very beautiful, uh, babe. Some of the, the sentiment that the sisters were sharing. I got to get back over into the uh, chat box for a minute. So we've got uh, Dove for Peace is up in the chat room, and Dove for Peace in Carolina is. Back and forth together. Um, uh, you are you're muted now. Um, so um, I got the two the, the, the two beloved family members over here and Dove for peace. You know, kind of going through kind of a similar situation. You know, um, like look, people are not wanting to be side chicks out here. You know, and or side men. You know, for you for you brothers that's out there. You know, on that and everything like that. You know, the thing about it. Being honest, I like what the sister was saying, you know, loving people where they are. That is the biggest, whew, that's the greatest love of all. You remember that song back in the day, um, the greatest love of all, Whitney Houston? I think the greatest love of all or the greatest gift that we can give to another human being is to love them for who they are. Now, you may not always agree and like with some of their ways and actions and everything like that, but I think that if we actually look at the person you know, on a on a on a very deep level. All right, so I think we got time for a couple of more callers, Brother Stone. Um area code four two four. Area code four two four, would you like to share anything? Oh, sure. Hi, good evening. This is Sister Gwendolyn Carter. Uh I got a little great news on your form. Yes, yes, I got a little confused on your format. Are you on chat too? Or is I'm it just sorry? on Block Talk? Are you still yeah, on YouTube? No, we're or on just block, block Talk right now. We're talking. Yeah. Oh, I'll okay. That's cool. That's cool. Later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, because I didn't. I heard you say on chat or something, so I thought maybe I missed out on something. So basically, um, my, my comment was from the beginning of the show, and you were talking about someone not having a contract, and um because I missed part of the show. Um, someone not having a contract, and he needs to move on, and I agree with that. He mm-hmm. has a right to make money any way he can. Um, he's mm-hmm. not, he was not under contract, 
and his life experiences are his to utilize how he wants. So I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. As far mm-hmm. as the truth is, I don't think I could have taken the high road like that last sister. After I was old, I was gone. On him. Okay. I'm not that, uh, no, I'm not that advanced, truthfully speaking. So mm-hmm. that's not how people normally react to situations about trust. They always have their eyes open to see what's coming next, looking mm-hmm. for signs. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot to get past, and it takes a lot to pass. And you do have to look at pattern and practice also. And if mm-hmm. a person is worthy of being trusted, because if they're not mm-hmm. worthy of being trusted, you won't take the high road on that. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that because the the thing about it, matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna let you take that one, babe. Go ahead. Oh, I'm still not. I'm muted again, or am I not muted? No, you're unmuted. Would you just go ahead? So you're just too free willy nilly with that mute button. Um, oh no, no, I definitely understand that because um, like that's that's the beautiful thing about about us as individuals. We we definitely have that choice, and and honestly, like you're right. Like if somebody's not showing that they're they're worthy of, of your trust or worthy of you even trying to work through that, yeah, I'll cut them off immediately. Like if somebody is is willing to have that in-depth conversation of where everything went wrong and, you know, what what they're willing to do to fix the situation, then that you might be able to work through that. But sometimes it's definitely not, not worth the effort. And, I mean, it's not even too much too much to go into with that one, babe. But um, I, I just totally agree. I agree with both both sides of it because, you know, 22 years in, like Ms. Johnson was saying, like, like I understand that too. Like you, you got to give that effort, but yeah, sometimes it's not worth, worth even the fight because if the person is going to continue to do you dirty, you're just putting yourself in, in harm's way. But people also need to ascertain a lot of times people putting in time to relationships that are not worth it. So when they're saying yeah. I got 22 years, 25 or 30 years, but you got your head beat in for 28 of those. Yeah. Or um, he cheated from to 28. You know, you have three children, and then he has two by someone else, and then he has three more with you. So you really have to um, look at the quality of the relationship and exactly what has happened. I do believe you can, people, if they really want to, can get past things, even those mm-hmm. those kind of issues, they can. Yeah. Uh, there's some things that can they cannot get past. Uh, period. True. Um, especially if a person is continuing the pattern. And then sometimes True. you have to separate to let the other person catch up. And True. if they are, you will meet them, you know, later on, but you have to keep keep it pushing. Period. True. True. That's definitely true. And and when you they cross oh. your path again, if they're really, that's cool. If they're not, you got to keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is true. This is true, um, Sister Gwen. Thank you so much for um, oh, adding that. That was that was beautiful, and it's and it's and it's a balanced perspective. And I think that it we is. need that it because I, I you know I, I definitely agree with that. And thank you so much for the love, Queen. Thank you so much for joining in with us. Okay. All right. You know, I'm I'm gonna kind of go so far as to 
say that for me, and I'm going to kind of read this, 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 this quick little eight steps or whatever. We've got a few minutes, and then we're going to be piecing on up out of here. But um, I want to read these steps. But I'll, I'll, and I'll say this, that for me, I don't think there's a right or wrong family member uh, for this particular question. You know, I don't think that there is, you know, um, a, a time limit. You know, just given my own perspective, I think that it's all an individual. Is it in your best interest to work through feelings of insecurity and all of that? Yes. So he, here's a couple of steps, and I got this from an article on Huffington Post, all right? And so it's titled, For the Betrayer, for the betrayer, not the betrayee, but for the betrayer, eight things you must know and do to rebuild trust. And it goes on to say after an affair, but I'm just going to say just to rebuild the trust since that's I wanted to give you guys just some, some practical tips, you know, not based on my own opinion, but from what other people who have been through situations have compilated and said. All right, so the thing of it is this. Now, there is there is no good news and no bad news. And it says here, the, the good news is trust can be rebuilt and the relationship can be better than ever. The bad news is that it takes work and doesn't come quickly, okay? So there's no good news and there's no bad news. We have to understand that there's that myad again. There's that balance once again, all right? Then we also have to realize that rebuilding trust takes time and patience. And it goes on to say, if you've been unfaithful and you've decided, I want to come home, it's important to realize that you're not going to be able to put the affair away in a vault and lock it up. And see, I like that. I like this this particular this bullet right here because this is what a lot of people who have been the betrayer would love to do or try to do. They try to act like it never happened or they want it to go away quickly. They want the person to forgive and forget. And why is it taking so long for you to get over it? Okay. And I think that we got to, you know, kind of understand that things don't kind of work out like that. All right. So it says here your main job during this process is to be dependable, consistent, responsive, and comforting. So here we're just talking about, you know, ways that somebody has been a betrayer can rebuild the trust with their partners, all right? And then we'll talk about some other ways for if you've been hurt. All right, so your main job during this to be dependable, consistent, responsive, and comforting. All right, so they're giving you eight essential guidelines. The first one says call when you say you will call. And hubby was kind of talking about some of this stuff a little bit earlier. All right, call when you say you'll call. Here's a big one that a lot of people don't get. Give your partner the time and space to vent their feelings. Give your partner the time and space to vent their feelings. I want you to chime in on that one, babe, for a minute, because I know that can be difficult for a lot of people, especially if they're the one that's broken the trust of the other person. But, you know, I, I mean, hey, what do you say about that? My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're definitely right. Um, you know, you got to give them time to, to work through that because, Honestly, like, like if you don't, it's just going to be a lot of arguments. You, you really need to give that other person time to really reflect on everything. Like, give them the, the, the time to decide if they even want to work through the whole situation, first of all. And, and if they do, give them a time to, you know, really sit down and, and be with themselves to reflect on moving forward how we're going to do, do things, 
how we're going to work through um, any of the issues that, that may come up, like, you know, and be able to present it to you. And, and you can't be defensive at all. Like, like okay, there you have to realize, and not even, you know, I hate calling people victims, but you have to realize in that situation they are the victims. Like, like let them come to you and if, if, if you know, she needs to vent, um, question you about 1,000 things that, that, that you do during the day or, you know, whatever her issues may be, like like I said earlier, if you're wanting forgiveness and you're really uh, uh, sorry about what, you, what you've what you done and all that, you, you should be willing to take a lot of stuff, like even the, the heat that you're going to take and, and just know that if you're willing to, to work through that situation, you might go through it for months or, or a couple of years. Who knows? But but if you're, you're really, right. really trying to work through that situation, then you, you definitely have to allow that person to work through their issues because if you really want right. that trust to get built back, you have to, to, to deal with what you're going to have to deal with because you're the one who, who, who messed up. Who broke it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to go off into, after that, we got a few more of these to get through. So that one was give your partner the time and space to vent their feelings. The next one is find out what your partner needs. And then it goes on to say do what you can to change the situation and make it better. The next one is accept that sometimes it's going to feel like you're moving two steps forward and two and three steps back. You know, one day it seems like everything is good, um, you know, and, and you guys are on an upswing, and then the next day, you know, you're in a doghouse, and, you know, just know that that's a part of the healing process. All right, and just, you know, do your side, do what you have to do to stay centered. And, you know, it's going to be bumps and obstacles, landmines, and all of that different type of stuff when it relates to trying to get back to a place of love. All right, next one says take full responsibility for your actions and choices. All right, it says this means taking a deep, hard look at why you betrayed your partner and, and making sure that you never do it again. All right, the next one goes on to say be sure that all promises you make you keep. No lies, no excuses, no exceptions. Do what you say you're going to do. All right. It goes on to say practice the three A's, affection, attention, and appreciation daily. I think that we can all stand for a little triple A. All right. And then the last one says when you you or the relationship feels like it's stuck and struggling, remember to stop and ask yourself the following question. How would love respond? All right, so let's just, like, take a breather on that. Well, how would, in any situation that we could think about, all right, how does love respond? Like, have you guys ever thought about, like, smack dab in the middle of a heated argument? Just, like, how would these three words diffuse the situation? I love you. Just, like, just imagine one of the partners out of the two just, I love you, and... I don't know how that would go with me deep in the heat of a conversation, like a very heated argument type situation. But I don't know. It might work. I don't know. I don't want to have a, a, a very heated argument with Brother Stone and figure out if it works. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, how to trust someone after you've been hurt. So you, that person was the betrayer. Now you're the betrayee. Now, number one says, don't assume that the future will be the same as the past. Hmm. And 
it's like this, you know, you have to, you can't, you can't blame someone else uh, for another person from the past mistakes, and we know that, okay? Um, Another one, number two, it kind of goes on what the other sister was saying about if people are even worthy to be trusted, what Sister Gwendolyn was talking about. Um, This one says learn from the past. What were the warning signs that your ex was untrustworthy? Okay, so you've got to like like the sister was saying, you know, you've got to you've got to analyze, you know what I'm saying? What are the warning signs? You know, you, you can't be like we were talking about, you can't be too trusting. You can't just any and everybody that has something wonderful to say about you in your ear, whether you're male or female, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta keep this thing tight, fam. All right, next one says another one that says learn from the past. It says, What were the things that you could have done differently? Now I didn't do too much on the, the the people who wrote the article and their interpretations. I just kind of took the the the, the basic, you know, uh, and and jotted those down. And okay, what you could have done differently. So I want to interject here. It's never your fault why somebody cheats on you. Wouldn't you agree, babe? Really quickly, as we're wrapping it up, it's never one person's fault because somebody else uh, cheated. No nah, matter what, I, if they, I, I it's not I right. Agree with that. No, I can't agree with that. Oh, you don't agree? Nah, I don't. You think that so? If well, this would be a complete conversation for another time. <laughs> you don't have enough time to get off into that. So you're saying. That if a woman was, it could be the woman's fault why the man cheated, or the or the or the or the or the man's fault why the woman cheated. If whatever, if I'm not being, you know, uh, uh, mentally, physically stimulated, I'm just completely unhappy, and I go off and cheat. That's your fault, then. That's what you're saying. I'm not going to say it in 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 every situation, but in some situations, I will say that yeah, I think the other person might be. Uh, Partly I think you might have just lost a whole bunch of cool points with the ladies, honey. But um, I know that's why I got to do that. <laughs> yeah, but th- that'll nah, be a topic. Nah, nah, I'm not, I know. See, I'm, I'm even talking like on. <laughs> okay, so. Family, we um we got to get through the rest of these. All right, so what you could have done differently, I don't really want to elaborate on that. Sure, everybody has to take responsibility for their actions. All right, and I know it's just a little unfair that because hubby didn't agree with me, I cut his mic off. But the point of it is that that's like a topic building off into something completely different, and I want you sisters to know because there's a lot of sisters around here with low self-esteem and different things like that. So. You know, don't start feeling like that that because somebody else betrayed you that it was your fault some type of way. So moving on. All right, the next one says give yourself time to heal. Give yourself time to heal. And this is another big mistake that we make because we're so desperate for love. We're so ready to be in love. We so want to be in a relationship that we we don't take our time. We don't take our time to heal before we – and so – how can you trust somebody because you're not ready to trust somebody because your trust has just recently been broken? So it's like, 
Give yourself time to heal. I really like that one. Revenge. The next one talks about revenge. Let me get my my mouse thing activated here properly. The next one says the best revenge is living well. I kind of like that one because why get revenge? You know, I know a lot of people who are very vengeful, and a lot of people are like, you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Um, if you don't want to be with me, you know, I did all of this to build you up, and now you want to go be with the next brother and everything like that, driving around in the car that I bought you and got the next man sleeping up in the house that I paid for and, you know, vice versa. for the, You know, revenge, there's no need to get revenge because the best revenge that you can get somebody that does you wrong is to go off and be successful, is to go off and be everything that you dreamed about being, go off and be everything that, that your destiny says is your is yours and, and and that you're supposed to be doing with yourself and being with yourself and without that person. So then when you're on the top and you're and you're and you're standing, you know, and they're on the side of you like a what is that called, babe, when people are doing the parade. Is that a motorcade? Is that what they call that a motorcade? Um, yeah. Um, is that not a word? I just made yeah, up a word just now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if people are on the sidelines waving, like that's what that person will be to betray you. Somebody on the sidelines waving at you while you're just going on down the road, honey. All right. So we're going to take the last few minutes, um, very last few, so in about a minute, just go ahead and just wrap up. I'm going to mute my You know what you want to say to the brothers and sisters about repairing and rebuilding trust. Now you do. Okay. No, just um just honestly, like like first and foremost, you just have to decide if it's even worth the effort. Um, after that, like you just have to definitely follow the, the, the steps and like like communication is gonna be key key in every situation that I, I you know, I always go straight back to the communication, but you know, like if you if you feel like it's worth it, then you and that person are really gonna have to like dissect everything, like from the issues that you you guys have with each other to the incident that happened, wh- whether you know it was cheating or or whether it was you know whatever the issue is that um has destroyed your trust. Um, you have to you have to work through those things, and then you have to talk about what you both are gonna do to 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 rebuild that trust issue. So, um, just short and simple, um. You know communication, but but first and foremost, more than anything, deciding whether it's worth the effort, and then moving forward from there. Um, love you, babe. I love you too, darling, and thank you so uh, okay, much for, you can mute for chiming in on this. I know I just love the power of the mute button. So anyway, you know, and that's it. Brother Stone summed it up so eloquently, and I'll just add on to say that sure, we know that. At times, it's going to be difficult, you know what I mean? It's going to be difficult. You've got your emotions to wade through, and sometimes wading through our own emotions can be like wading through murky waters, you know what I'm saying? But I want you guys to know that, you know, I'm still the starseed healer, and although we can get down to these, you know, these type of topics that really matter, topics that we deal with every day, my ultimate goal is to 
you know, get us to a place where we are shifting our frequencies. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's hard. And no, not everybody responds, you know, the way that one sister responds. But I'm telling you that there's a day that we all are going to have to learn how to shift our frequency and get ourselves in alignment with love. Because once again, I'll go back to it, where we focus attention and intention. Is, is 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 what we will manifest and bring into our life. So as always, family, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us. www.aphroditestone.com for your personal reading consultations. You can call me and ask about love. You can call me and ask about whatever you want, career, your life, your past life, your Akashic records, talk to your ancestors, whatever you want to do, I'm here for you. So every Friday, the same time, my husband and I will be back here to share a little bit more about love and relationships. Friday, the day of Venus, the day of Oshun. It is the day of love. And this has been Aphrodite Stone, the Starseed Healer. And, and we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we leave you in the peace, love, and oneness of the infinite creator. Until next time.